Welcome to episode number 21 of Not Another Fucking Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be covering the five mistakes that we are all making in life and how these five simple common mistakes keep us stuck, keep us unhappy, and keep us from growing. So make sure that you grab whatever it is that you are sipping on, your water, your coffee, anything that you are drinking right now. And don't forget, in this episode, I want you to grab a pen and paper and be ready to take some notes. Some of this stuff might resonate with you. Some of this stuff might sting a little bit, but you already know how I feel. Knowledge is power and the more we know, the better we can do. So I will see you in just a minute and let's have a conversation on the five mistakes that we are all making. All right, so let's get into this conversation. When I was thinking of today's topic, I am constantly thinking of what I'm going to talk about on the podcast and you already know how I roll. Sometimes I wing it. Sometimes I talk about what's on my heart, sometimes I plan, and today is one of those where I winged it, and I don't think, I think that, it, that doesn't sound right, but you know what, let's just go with it, and I want to talk about the things that I see in my daily life, the things that I hear, um, conversations with friends, with family, uh, at work, just random things that I see that I feel like subconsciously affect us. And we have so much more more power than we realize. So I thought, you know what? Let's just cover it. It might sting a little bit. It might feel like I'm coming for you, and I'm not. These are five mistakes that I have personally made. These have five, these are five mistakes that I have seen people around me personally make. So let's talk about it, and let's not take anything personal, right? Q-tip. Quit taking it personal. All right. Mistake number one: allowing mistreatment due to guilt. I'm going to repeat that. Allowing mistreatment due to guilt. Okay, what do you mean, Dora? When I say that we allow mistreatment because we feel guilty, it's because some of us allow our loved ones to walk all over us, to behave a certain way, to push our boundaries, to disrespect us. And this can be anyone from a relationship, a child, a sibling, a parent, anyone that is close to us. When we feel guilty, when we feel like we owe something to someone, we are going to behave in a way where we are trying to constantly make up for that guilt. So if this is something that is happening to you right now, please listen. Own your story. There is a root to every single story. For me, I just started to be open about the mom guilt that I feel. I'm 37, I have two children, they just turned 13. Oh my gosh, send me your prayers, please. One just turned 13 and one just turned eight. And for the longest time, I was operating from feeling mom guilt. I constantly felt like I wasn't enough as a mother. I constantly felt like I wasn't doing enough. And I know my parents out there can relate to me. I constantly felt like I was falling short like there were parents out there who had their shit together. Like I would go to my kid's school and see the perfect mom who bakes the perfect cupcakes and has the perfect color of sprinkles. And here's Dora running in 10 minutes late with Costco 
cookies in her hand, ready to sing happy birthday to her child. I just remember feeling so guilty and thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I be that perfect mom who has it together for their children? Because I love my children, but that's not who I am. And I allowed my children to be rude and disrespectful to me because I felt like I wasn't good enough as a mom. And so many of us do that. And that is the example I had for number one, owning your story, getting to the root of the guilt that you are feeling. Why are you allowing the mistreatment? And then addressing it. This is how we fix this. We address the root. We get to the root of the guilt. Why do I feel like this? Address it. Own your story. Apologize for whatever it is that you are paying for and move on because none of us deserve to be mistreated. None of us deserve to be disrespected, especially by our our loved ones. So that is number one that I have for us. Allowing mistreatment due to guilt and figuring a way to own it. And very quickly, while, while we were on this subject, I wanna remind you that you are not in charge of anyone's happiness. We as parents, we as friends, we as partners, we are not in charge of making other people happy. We need to find our own internal happiness. If we are putting that responsibility on our shoulders to make people around us happy, we are setting ourselves up for a life of unhappiness. Listen to that again. You are not in charge of other people's happiness. As a mom, as a wife, as an employee, soon to be business complete full time business owner, which I'm so freaking excited about. I remember feeling like I needed to keep others happy and that's impossible. We're humans. We go through daily emotions, feelings every single day. And if I'm going to put that pressure on myself, I'm going to set myself up for failure. We need to find our own internal happiness. Our job is to love ourselves first. Our job is to heal ourselves first. And then we fill ourselves up. And then we love our family with that cup. So many of us are pouring from an empty cup into other people's cups. We don't even realize that we are so damn stretched thin. We don't even have time for ourselves. We don't have time for anything that we need for us, self-care, anything. But yet we are trying to make others happy. And you cannot pour from an empty cup. So with that said, I'm going to wrap up number one. You are not in charge of other people's happiness. Now, this is a perfect segue into mistake number two making others responsible for our own happiness. I can't tell you how many of us do this. I cannot tell you how many times I have done this just until recently. We constantly look at people around us to make us happy. I know you've heard that before. We look to our spouse and we say, you're not making me happy. We look to our children, you're not making me happy. I need this and this done. But that's not how life works. If we are not responsible for making someone else happy, then we need to learn and realize and understand completely that others are not responsible for our happiness. They just aren't. We are responsible for our happiness. We are the ones who need to go out there and do what we need to do. 
We put that pressure on other people and they can't read our minds, one. And two, they're probably not even happy themselves. Let's go back to that cup analogy I just used, pouring from an empty cup. We forget that when we pour from an empty cup, that other people do the same thing too. So I want you to remember this one. Other people are not responsible for our happiness. If we don't like something, speak up. If we are not happy with our current situation, change it. If we feel like our life can be going in a different direction, do something about it. No one owes us a damn thing. We owe ourselves everything. We owe ourselves the happiness, the goals, the self-care, the running on the treadmill if that's what we want. We owe all of that to ourselves. And when we expect others to do it for us, not only does it make them resent us, but it makes our relationships that much more difficult. My solution to this is to get clear on what you really need. Write that down. Get clear on what I really need right now. What is it that I'm feeling? What do I really need? And then dig into that. Get curious. You, I am the queen of saying to get curious about those thoughts and do something about it. If you need something, say it. If it's really a hug or love or something at the root of what it is that you need, go after it. Let's not be afraid to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is your strength. The more vulnerable that we are, the more that we share that we, how we feel, the more connections we are going to make. When we are constantly armored up, when we are constantly not wanting to share how we feel and that great wall of China with that guard sit, that sits on top of that wall is out, no one is coming near us, my friends. We need to be vulnerable, say what we need, and not expect others to make us happy because our happiness lies within ourselves. Okay, number three. The third common life mistake that we are making. We count our losses instead of our blessings. So many of us are constantly focused on the negative. We are constantly focused on what we don't have right now. We are constantly focused on how things are going wrong. That we lose track of all of the blessings we already have. We forget to practice gratitude. We forget to say thank you, God, for another day. We forget to say thank you, God, for this coffee in the morning. Thank you, God, for my health. Thank you, God, for whatever it is that you were thankful for that day. Instead, we get stuck on, I don't have that promotion yet. Things are not going well for me right now. We get stuck on all of those things. We get stuck on, counting how many losses we've had and why life is so terrible to us and reasons why we can't grow and reasons why we can't change and making those damn excuses. Excuses do absolutely nothing for you but fuel that little gerbil inside your head that spins on that wheel that runs forever and ever and ever. That's all excuses do for you. So instead of being focused on all the negative, focus on the positive. It's so sad because I see this so often and sometimes when people close to us where all I hear is something negative 
And we know, and I know, that we deserve better. None of us deserve to be in that feeling. My solution to this negativity is to make a list. Write this down, get your pencil, get your paper. Make a list of all of the times that you are negative in a day. Practice this exercise. So if it's seven o'clock where you are right now in the morning, whatever time it is, start today. Start wherever the hell you are. Make a list. If you looked in the mirror this morning and said, holy crap, you look terrible. That's one thought. You jump on the scale and say, oh my gosh, it hasn't moved. That's another thought. We talk to our friends and we say, hey, I really like this. And then we look at them and say, well, that's disgusting. That's thought number three. And that can just be in like the first 10 minutes of a day. I don't know how many times I have been in situations where I am sharing what I like and I am sharing what I enjoy. And the person next to me who was supposed to be a person who was close to me will say, oh, well, that's dumb. I don't agree with that. That's ridiculous. And then what do we do? We shut down. And I want to bring this to you because negativity is contagious. If you are constantly surrounding yourself with people who think this way, with people who are negative like this, guess what? You are going to be negative too. Energy is a magnet and it needs to flow. If we are surrounding ourselves with people who are constantly saying negative things about themselves, about us, shooting our ideas down, we are going to subconsciously do this. I don't care how much of a sage you think you are. I don't care if you've been practicing meditation every single day for four and a half hours. You are not protected from negativity. None of us are. We need to be careful with the people that we surround ourselves with and we need to speak the hell up. If we don't like something and we feel like people are being negative, then say it. If it's a relationship that you feel close to, that you feel like you can share and be honest about, then say it. Some of us don't even realize that we're doing it. Some of us have been negative our entire lives, that we have absolutely no clue that we do it, and we have absolutely no clue how to stop it. And knowledge is power. Self-awareness is key. We need to be self-aware, and we need to see that we're doing this and that it's a problem. And some of us need help getting that pointed out to them. So making sure that we are counting our blessings instead of our losses is key to mistake number three. Mistake number four is going to sound like a no-brainer, but it's still happening and so many of us are still doing it today. And that is not having the courage to go after a dream not having the courage to go back to school if that's what your dream entails, not having the courage to do something that you really, really, really want to do. We love to be comfortable. Every single one of us loves to be comfortable. We don't grow in comfort. We don't grow when we don't take risks, when we don't take chances. It just does not happen. For mistake number four, I want to remind you that the time is going to pass anyway. If there is something that you want to do and you are not going for, you're still going to age. You're still going to get older. The time's going to pass. All of that will happen. So do you want to age going after something that you really want to do? 
Or do you want to age talking about something that you really want to do but never had the courage to go for? Please think about that one again and write it down. With this one, I would say just start manifesting it. The solution to this is to start placing goals, 30-day goals, 60-day goals, 90-day goals. Where do I want to be in the next six months? And then start where you are right now or start from the six months and work backwards. What were the things that you should start doing? So if I want to be a lawyer, I am going to go six months into the future. We are in April right now. What is that, September? I'm not going to do math. You can do the math for me. I'm going to go into September and I'm going to go backwards. In September, what do I need to have had for me to be that much closer to my goal? If I go backwards to today, I need to start looking at colleges. I need to start applying. I need to start researching entrance exam requirements, little things like that. So if this is for you, I hope that this helps you. But not having the courage to go after your dreams does not mean that you don't have to. None of us have the courage. A spoiler alert, friends. Every single one of us is fucking scared. We are all scared. No one wants to do it. If you walk into a room and you feel intimidated, more than likely the other people in that room are feeling the exact same way. We are all scared. But you have so much more to lose if you don't go after the things that you love. And remember, you're going to get older no matter what. And the most common, the most common mistake of them all. Number five, keeping people around us who are negative. Keeping negative people around us in our space, in our energy. I have told you a thousand times that your, your peace is like a Rolls Royce. Your peace is a Boeing F2 555 billion jumbo jet. Your peace is a yacht in Miami with DJ Khaled singing on top of it. Your peace is so damn expensive. Some people cannot afford to be in your peace. Some people don't have VIP access to you and they shouldn't have VIP access to you. Keeping negative people around you is like a magnet. The more that we keep them around us, it could be because of guilt. Maybe we are people pleasing. Maybe we are afraid to say no because they're going to look at us and think that we're rude or disrespectful or like we are acting like a bitch. That could be. But you are worth more. And I want you to know that if you need to, us needing to choose us, the reason why we have to choose us is to choose us for the people that we love. The people that get the shit end of the stick of us are our family, our kids, our job, our friends. Those are the people that we need to protect that peace for. When we keep people around us and we don't realize that what they are doing to us is making us negative, we come home with that ball of negativity, that energy, and we give it to the people that we love. Do not forget that. Write that down. When I come home, when I keep people around me that are just these negative people, the people that get hurt are Mila, Alina, Ricardo, and Dora.
those are the people I come home to. Those are my daily life. They are my safe place, but they are also my punching bag. And when I say they're my punching bag, it's because I feel so safe with them. And I know that they are going to love me unconditionally, that I can take the mask off from the day and be myself and be grouchy and be bitchy and be rude because I'm in a bad mood and they're still going to love me. But they don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. So please be clear on the people. I want you to make a list. And sometimes those people are our families. Yes, I know. It stings. It hurts. But stay with me. Sometimes they are our families. And when this happens, you need to tap into your boundaries. Boundaries are the king of protecting my peace. Write that down. Boundaries are the king of protecting my peace. Boundaries are for you. They are not for them. If there is someone around you that just constantly makes you feel a certain way, then set a boundary. I will not spend more than this much with this person. Yes, I will show up to that party, but I will not stay longer than two hours. Those are boundaries. But remember, the only way that boundaries work is if you stick to the boundaries. If you let other people walk on your boundaries, if you say I'm going to only uh, stay in this, at this party for two hours and you stay for seven, whose problem is that? That's yours. That's not their problem. That's yours. And the majority of the time, the things that I see, the people that we get the most disappointed with is ourselves. We always say, I'm disappointed in myself for the way that I acted, for what I allowed. And that disappointment sucks. So remember this, keep negative people at a distance, okay? It's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. We're going to feel rude and disrespectful, but you're doing it for your safe people. You're doing it for you. You're doing it to fill up your cup and you're doing it for the people who love you. And while these five common life mistakes sound simple and sound easy to overcome, it really takes some work on our part. It's a lifelong unlearning what we've learned. We've all learned that we need to, in order to be better humans, good people, we have to do X, Y, and Z. And I want to remind you that there is no roadmap to this life. There is no manual, there's no guide, there's no Siri to tell you what to do with your life. It's whatever feels good to you and being honest about that. My view of my life might be completely different from yours and that's okay. You're not living your life for me, you're living your life for you. Remember that. The next time that you feel like you are falling into this trap, the next time that you're like, why the hell am I so stuck? Find out. Are you saying yes to things that don't serve you? Are you uncomfortable with some of the people around you? If you are, do something about it. So let's end this episode with that. What am I going to do today to overcome, to find a solution to these five common life mistakes? If it's only one that you can relate to, then write that down on your paper. What am I going to do today to stop feeling this way because you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your safe people. You owe it to your future self. No one deserves to be unhappy or to feel stuck.
We are supposed to enjoy the journey. That's what life is about. Life is about enjoying the journey. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 21 of Not Another Fucking Podcast. I hope that these five common life mistakes have helped you today. These are mistakes that all of us make. Honestly, I have made each and every one of these mistakes over and over and over again, and I probably still do. But the way that we can attack this and the way that we can fix this is if we are completely honest with ourselves and come up with a game plan. So I hope that it helped you. I hope that you were able to take some good notes from this. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I took last week off. We spent some time on the beach with the girls for their birthdays. And it was so amazing to just sit there and not think and not use my brain and just stare at the ocean because that's who I am. I am the stare at the ocean kind of a person. I am a huge scaredy cat. So the thought of what lives in there keeps me out of the ocean. So I just stared at it and watched my kids play in the sand and it was lovely. So took some time off, but we are back. I love to connect with you. So please stay connected with me on Instagram at HeartOurMinds. That is H-E-A-R-T-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S or at Not Another Fucking Podcast on Instagram. And please keep the reviews coming. I see some new ones in there. I don't have them pulled up with me, but I will, I will talk about them in the next episode. I am so grateful. I'm so glad that this resonates with you. I try to keep it simple. I try to be realistic because so many of us are going through these things and you know there is safety in numbers and there's power and vulnerability and connection. So thank you for being here. And until then, let's talk next week.